following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, they are your hosts of the PWT cast, Scrub and Bank! Bang Bang, what is up you guys? Welcome to episode 110 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump. And this is Stank. This is the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. We bring you brand new episodes right here on this very feed every Monday for free. Uh, if you already aren't, make sure you're following us on social media. We're at PWTCast on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can find our socials on there as well. Um, and we do have a Patreon as well, patreon.com forward slash PWTCast. If you want to buy some merch, head over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash PWTCast. Uh, we, we've rebranded in the last week, and uh, this new branding of ours is pretty popular. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. Um, this podcast is, of course, brought to you by our wonderful sponsors, Freelance Wrestling and Freelance Underground, Chicago's premier independent wrestling companies, and as well as uh, one of our favorite comic book companies, Gorilla Publishing. Go ahead and check all those guys out in the links down below. Um, Dave, we are recording this later than normal. I, I, yeah, this might be the go first. Ahead. This might be the first Monday that we actually record this, and you know it'll be up as as soon as we're done recording this. It'll be right up on the feed. Yeah, no editing, so hopefully we don't say anything uh, too horrible. But it's just been like this. Last two weeks in general, but like specifically this weekend has just been like a real whirlwind. And, you know, we were talking about it. I was like, do do we record before the show? Obviously not because we want to talk about the show. Um, but then like the show ended so late and then, you know, I had to go home. You had to go home. And it was just we're like, well, let's do it tomorrow. <laughs> so, so here we are tomorrow and we're, we're going to get it out today because we don't miss we don't miss a Monday. But uh, boy. What what a last couple days, definitely. Which also it, it is a new month, and like I, I did mention the Patreon. Um, if you're interested in signing up, now would be the perfect time, as uh, you won't you know you won't be charged until next month, I believe. Uh, we actually just did a very fun review um, of Goodfellas that uh, we did with friend of the show Vivian. It was her, her birthday this past week, and uh, yeah, very, very fun, you know. Um, as well as there was an episode of Scrum yeah. Mistakes Detective Agency, our conspiracy theory, true crime, just sort of all that good stuff um, episode. But yeah, no, like you mentioned yesterday, it was kind of just like, do we do it now? And, you know, woe is, woe is us, poor us. So much wrestling this last week. Uh, yeah. Was exhausted. I'm not even going to lie. By the time Rampage came around, I, your boy was exhausted. Yeah. Um, because there were so many other shows going on this weekend that I would. The other thing too is, you know, by the time we, by the time we're done, like with this episode, poor Scrump has to upload the show and then immediately go work because I don't know if you guys know, but we got a lot of shirts to print. Boy, do we! It's uh, a tidal wave. So, someone posted a picture of a tidal wave saying PWT orders, and pretty accurate right now. Yeah, well, I mean, if any of you guys saw the show last night, you know, you you saw myself and Frank holding up that sign that's like new shirts available uh, tomorrow on on shopaew.com. And uh, boy, was I happy that uh, one Brian Danielson did not come out wearing a new shirt because yeah, we're not even we haven't even scratched the surface with with the CM Punk shirts. Um, but Dave, I, I so I I kind of figured you know before. 
before we get into all, all the fun sort of um, wrestling talk and, you know, the week that was all out week, including the softball game and just things of that nature, um, there was something we should address first. Uh, you know, we lost a good friend of ours, and uh, I, yeah. I, I think I'll let you take the reins on this one. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure plenty of people heard about it, but a uh, friend of the show and like really close personal friend of mine, uh, Daphne, uh, she, we, we lost her, uh, over the last couple of days. And it's, it's just sad because, you know, as I've gotten to know her through pro wrestling tees, um, I've known her as probably one of the kindest, not just wrestlers, but people I've ever met. And one of the most sensitive, um, you know, I won't get, I won't get into too many personal things about her, but like, I'll just say when Ryan was like, Hey, do you want to help Daphne with some of her artwork? Cause she, she couldn't find some original stuff. I said, Oh yeah, I'd love to. Cause I, I remembered her from her WCW days. <clears throat> and now I will say like when I was younger, of course I was a little more vapid and shallow. So I was like, Oh, a hot chick with big boobs. Yeah. You know, that's what we were all about back then. But like, honestly, she was, uh, not only like an innovator with her look, I mean, at, at a time where there was just, you know, blonde cheerleaders and models, you know, kind of, acting like wrestlers. She was a, she was a great wrestler. She put a lot into her character. She made a lot of her own, like her own, like actual t-shirts to come out. So like when I, I called her, I said, Hey, I'm here from pro wrestling tees. I'm here to help you with your art. And she goes, yeah, I'm not really computer savvy. And then she said something that really kind of broke my heart on the phone. She said, it's not like anyone remembers me anyways. And I think that thought has kind of colored her entire life after, you know, being a professional on that, you know, a professional wrestler on national TV. So I said, I, I think a lot of people remember you, Daphne. And she's like, yeah, right. And I said, I don't know. I think there's a hunger for hunger. And, you know, that was like one of the shirts she made on WCW and she immediately started bawling. And if any of you know Daphne personally, you'll know she was really quick <laughs> to give you a good cry. And she goes, I don't know why I'm crying. It just feels good that someone remembered at least something that I did. And as as we went on, you know, I, I've been able to work with her a lot, helping her a lot with her site. And, you know, she just became a really good friend. Every time she called, she would remember my daughter and ask how my daughter's, she, you know, my daughter was playing soccer. She would just remember things that, like, you know, to her, I'm just some guy working at Pro Wrestling T. She didn't have to remember that, but she did. And... <clears throat> The sad thing is maybe three weeks before her passing, I called her to check up on her and she was happier and more clear than I probably have heard her in a long time. And she said, Dave, I'm feeling so good. Um, I'm going to school. I'm going to make a difference. And, you know, for a long time, she was, she was a little worried about some weight gain and she's like, we figured out what was wrong with my medication. I'm back on track. I'm, I'm exercising. And she really sounded like she had a goal. So whatever happened to her that made her feel so alone, you know, you know, she was a big advocate for mental health and, you know, both you and I, Berto, we, we mentioned to Daphne, Hey, we'd love to have you on, you know, during mental health awareness month. And she was so excited to do that and to be able to maybe share some of what her struggle is to help other people. And, 
you know, unfortunately, it's a struggle that a lot of people have. A lot of people feel like they're all alone and you're not. And I know a lot of people have been posting suicide awareness uh, hotlines and stuff like that. I mean, the sad irony is she felt like she was all alone. And the second anyone thought that she was in trouble, like literally the entire wrestling world's like, let's talk to Daphne. Where is she? Let's get a hold of her. Please, you know, please don't hurt yourself. And it's, it's a theme that we've talked about on here on the show before where we've always said, give people their roses before they die. And this is one of those cases where I think had, and I don't want to blame anyone because we all get busy, but like had people maybe expressed how much they loved her more while she was around, maybe that could have helped her through some of the rougher times. And, you know, I feel guilty that too, that I felt like, man, maybe I should have reached out more. Um, but you know, let this be a lesson to some people. You're not alone. There's always going to be people that love you. And if you're hurting, please just reach out to someone. I promise you someone will be there for you. And if you, any of you listeners are feeling bad, reach out to us. We'll talk to you. We're not above that, but, um, yeah, Shannon, Daphne, she was a friend of the show, close friend of mine. Uh, the world's a little bit darker without her. Um, and I don't think she realized how much she influenced women's wrestling, uh, how much she influenced just people's lives personally, because every single person that knew her said almost the exact same thing that I did. She remembered details that she didn't have to know. She was so kind. She was so sweet and so sensitive. So, um if there's someone out there that you love that you haven't spoken to, go do it now. They might need you. So, I mean, that's really all I got to say about that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's unfortunate. And and, and like we mentioned, um, just talk to someone. Like we all, we've all had those times where we're just down in the dumps, and you know, I'm guilty of it myself. Sometimes you just don't want to talk. You just you want to be you know, a, a recluse, you want to be sad, you want to be upset, and you don't want, you you, you just don't want anyone to talk to you, you don't want anything to do with anyone, and, you know, it's it's one of those things where, I mean, if, if, if that is how you deal with your, you know, mental health, um, you know, and that, that is how you deal with it, but just, again, like, like Dave mentioned, for anyone out there, like, you're, you're never alone, there's always someone you can talk to, um, and yeah, like tell tell everyone you love how much you love them. You know, because yeah. again, like real realistically speaking, most of us are either halfway through our lives, or you know, a qu a third of the way through. Like it's as cliche as anything, but life is so short, so so short. You know. There's nothing to, to stop, you know, whoever's someone listening to this right now. There's nothing. If you're listening into the car, a truck can swerve into you, T-bone you, and that's it, you know? Yeah. Um, and, it, again, it's just that that's the way life is. But so so try to just, you know, just try to be a good person, you know? Yeah. And I don't mean some sort of, like, hippy-dippy, like, be cool. Like, no, just, just try to be a good person because clearly – after Daphne passed away, there were so many people, so many people that just came forward with, like, you know, these awesome stories of how awesome of a person she was. And that was the thing with us. Like, we had her on, it was episode 39. Episode 39. And, like, I, I know one of the things I personally did was um, 
I reached out to a friend of hers, Jamie Senegal, you know, and I was just like, hey, like, I, I know, I know we don't know each other, but I just felt the need to tell you, you know, we, we interviewed Daphne a while back and she just spoke, you know, she loved you. She spoke the world of you to the point where afterwards she apologized for how much she spoke about you. And we we're like, no, it's fine. You know, like, by all means, speak about anything you want. And yeah. there's so many people, you know, like she had so many people like that. There's some people that came yeah. forward with stories like that. So, again, um, you're never alone. And, you know, there's, don't don't let this, like, stigma of, you know, uh, tough people don't talk about their mental health. Everyone struggles yeah. with it. Everyone from, you know, uh, the, the person working at your local bakery to, you know, like uh, a Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, like those, you know, evil billionaires everyone struggles with it um daphne will be missed and um you know go back and watch some of her work because she she was a gem she was a special one yeah um yeah and she, I, I also want to say too she was one of those people that you know the wrestling business can sometimes be like a cruel machine that chews up and spits people out she was one of them and i think that's kind of like what led to her sadness was there was so much left on the table uh, that she could have done. Um, but she also like, if anything, she served as a lesson for people like live your passion, do it to the fullest. And then also at, at the back end of the business, be smart. And, you know, I think a lot of people will look at her and say, wow, there are people that were left behind kind of after the machine keeps moving forward after it spits the person out. And I think we're seeing wrestlers being more smart about like the fraternity or the brotherhood or the sisterhood of wrestling. Where now we're starting to see people get together and do podcasts and talk about their experiences. And that's something that wasn't really available, you know, after Daphne's career. And so like, if anything, I think this is going to teach people, like we said, to love, love each other more check up on each other. You know, Daphne had a really good core of friends that were still in the business, but I, I think we're starting to see that more, uh, that maybe wrestling as a business isn't the most important thing, you know, even if it is the thing that brings you together with all your friends. So yeah, just check on your friends and, and tell the people that you, that showed, that gave their bodies for you, tell them how much they mean to you. If they're on Twitter, if they have any social media, just, Say, I remember you and, and you mattered. And I, I promise you that'll mean the world to them. So, yeah, just, you know, it, it was a bummer. A, a bummer, but, you know, we needed to address that. We needed to talk about that. Yeah. Um, another bummer, unfortunately, this week, Dave, not to the same level, but uh, personally yeah. for me was um, the fact that I didn't get to see everyone that I wanted to this week. There was a lot of people in town. Um, yeah, a lot of people that came in, uh, a lot of people that we got to meet, um, you know, some plenty of listeners of the show as well. And, uh, like I got to, I got to hang out with the Allen club. It was awesome. You know, I, I love me some Allen club. I'm lucky. Love I'm lucky in that, uh, I get two weekends with them because this following weekend, uh, I'm going to be with them as well. Um, 
But yeah, so many people came in. So if if anyone listening came by, we saw Ryan Mears just all week long. It's the best. Love Ryan Mears. Yeah. You know, him 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 and his Love lovely him. wife. Just we kept running into them. Uh, we snapped a photo. I'll, I'll post that at some point. There's a lot of yeah. photos too. A lot of photos that I snapped with people and and things like that. Um, you know, I, I guess we should kind of start with uh, with with Dynamite. You know, it's. Um, Actually, to be honest, most of these wrestling shows are just one big blur. <laughs> yeah, everything was kind of blending in a little bit, especially since like, you know, we're all preparing like merch and we're all getting shipments ready. I mean, more so you than me. Like, I did all the design work and then I hand the baton to you and and like Frank. But uh, like, yeah, everything was just a big blur, and it was a big blur in anticipation for all out like everything was just all roads lead to all out and like i don't know about you i i personally feel like all out is aew's wrestlemania in in my opinion very very much so i mean especially after last night like um i like i i think all out is probably the best show i've been to yeah you know Uh, definitely definitely one of the best ones i've ever seen like from top to bottom was just a fucking awesome show. Like, like I didn't, I didn't watch that big show QT Marshall match, but again, like from what I heard, like it wasn't anything egregious to where people were like, you know, like burn, burn everything down to the ground because they put this on. Right. Um, it was fucking awesome, and like the like the fact that in one night we got Minoru Suzuki, Ruby Oof. Soho. Brian Danielson, Adam Cole, along with like, like it's just like it's insane. The talent, the return of Punk, the return of Punk, those Lucha Brothers cage match was just fucking insane. Them winning the titles, like we're just it is just such a fun time for wrestling. Like it is such yeah. a it is such a fun, like it, it's back. Like wrestling is back, you know. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things, and we're we're probably gonna see it today. Like all the all the uh, company warriors will come out and say that was shit, blah blah blah. You know, and it, it happened when Punk came out at the United Center. Everyone's like, yeah, well, whatever. That's that guy's old. If you if you saw uh, all out, and honestly, you want to pick up your pitchforks and nitpick everything, you're not a wrestling fan. I mean. However you feel about either product, WWE or AEW, this was like, and I hope it translated on TV because I I didn't watch it. I was there. The electricity in the building was insane. Like everything was white hot for every match. And even when Brian Danielson came out, he said, I was watching in the trailer and I saw every single match. The crowd was engaged. And he's like, for a performer like us, that means a lot. And like, you could feel that the entire building was crackling with energy. It was, it was the most unique thing I've ever experienced at a wrestling event. Yeah. I mean, some of us got to experience it. Some of us didn't cause we can't handle our fucking liquor. Um, oh boy. Talk about showing <laughs> your ass, but no, like, <laughs> and it, it's funny too, because like, everyone all week was like oh man like you're so lucky you got those front row seats you got those front row seats like it's so lucky and i like i was like good i'd rather out wrestle myself this week um because i don't know when i'll see live wrestling again i'm trying to i i think it's at the end of the month 
um i might make it down uh to la for pwg um i've been talking to taffy about it i've been talking with brody king about it um i might make it down there but we're just so busy you know, like that—that's one of the things where, like, we're just—we're so busy that I don't—I don't know, like, I don't know when I'm gonna have the next weekend, like, off. I—I don't, I don't know, you know, like, I—I I bought a bunch of so I've bought a bunch of stuff off uh, Amazon, like that I need for like my apartment and things like that, and most of it is still in boxes, like, just because I'm like, oh, I don't want to, like, I don't want to build that shoe rack, or I don't want to, do, you know, like. It's it, it almost looks like I just moved in. It, like it, honestly because I just have so many random boxes everywhere. Um but again, like you, it was one of those things where I wanted to to see all the wrestling shows. I wanted to experience them all because they've been gone. Like yeah, I went down for Revolution and that was fun. But even then like it wasn't the same. Like there was people there, sure, but it wasn't you know, to like the level of the shows that we went to and um you know, like eternally grateful to ryan for that you know like he doesn't he doesn't need to or had to like you know help us with all that but he did and i mean again it's it's one of those things where it's like kind of won the lottery when it comes to like bosses because um i've had bosses that probably wouldn't you know buy me a snickers uh let let alone let me sit front row for all these shows well, I don't think Ryan would buy us a Snickers either, but he did get us tickets to to All Out. Yeah, I, and we've heard we heard it probably yeah since since the first dance. Everyone's like, "Wow, must be nice," you know. And, and part of it's like a little envy, but part of it's actually like, yeah, they're actually saying it is nice, and it's like it, it must be so cool. I, I had so many people uh, on my friends list that weren't actual traditional wrestling fans that are just starting to get into AEW stuff. And like, Oh, I saw you at the front row or like, you know, we were walking through, uh, the now arena and some guy was like, Hey, aren't you guys, aren't you guys with the PWT cast shirts? And uh, you know, it's nice to be recognized, but like that doesn't happen unless Ryan, you know, builds this empire and fucking gives us the sweetest perks ever. It, it was just, it, it was an honor to be in that building. I got to ask you, like, what was your favorite match of the night? I definitely think the tag team match. Like, I, oh, I, yeah, like I, I thoroughly enjoyed um, Punk and Darby. I, I really enjoyed uh, Britt Baker's match. Like, I, I thought that was her best match that she's had like since coming. Um, Miro versus Eddie Kingston was like, if you would have told me, you know, like. A, well, in the last year Eddie was there. You told me two years ago, yeah. like, oh yeah, Rusev and Eddie Kingston will be fighting for the television title, like, in front of like the sold out crowd. I'd be like, what? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? But no, well, like, f- funny thing is, we were sitting there at Rampage, and as soon as Eddie Kingston came out and said, "Redeem these nuts," I looked at Michael, and then I was like, "I gotta leave early so I can design this shirt." And I was like, if we can only get Eddie Kingston to wear this coming out to the show. So, like, I left, I designed it, I sent it to Ryan, and then Ryan sent it to Tony Khan and and, and Eddie Kingston, and they said, go. And so we put it up on the site, and we got, him a, we got him a copy of it. And it was so cool when it came out. Like, Redeem These Nuts, for some reason, just resonated with everyone. So, of course. It, no, was it, awesome. it sounds fun. 
it's it's a fun yeah. thing to say. We're all fucking twelve year olds at heart. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any nuts references will get a giggle out of me. Yeah. Say say penis. Say the word penis in front of a group of grown men <laughs> and see them all giggle. Yeah. Um. But no. Yeah. That tag match was fucking awesome. And like, I I'm someone who like I love the Lucha Bros. Like I think. Those two yeah. guys are just insanely talented, be it as a tag team or like in singles competition. Uh, and, you know, they have, they sort of have like, you know, like an, uh, like an Edge and Christian slash Hardy Boys feud with the Young Bucks. Like they always, you know, they clearly love working with each other. It's always just so smooth and crisp when they work with each other. And I thought it was a wonderful story told. Like this. It, this very much feels like a new chapter for AEW, you know? Like, WrestleMania's de- or AEW's All Out is definitely their WrestleMania. And, you know, they it, it, very similar with, like, how how New Japan, you know, like, they'll have, they usually, like, after Wrestle Kingdom, they'll have their New Year's Dash shows where they just, you meet, boom, here you are. We're setting up all the brand new angles. Um, this kind of, this kind of felt like that, you know? Like, uh, you have, Adam Cole returning, who everyone was in the assumption like, oh, you know what, he's gonna yep. he's gonna get his revenge, but it's like, no, you know, he's a heel, he's a heel, he's here fucking hanging yeah. out with his buddies. Um, then you, of course, you know, you have Brian Danielson. Admittedly, I was bummed out that we didn't get uh, the final countdown. Um, yeah. well, I hate, I hate it. Like, you heard Ride of the Valkyries, which is fine. It's fine, I guess. But then he had like the the weirdest like hip hop beat, which like I don't I don't know if he likes hip hop or not. But when I look at Brian Danielson, or when I looked at him as Daniel Bryan, like hip hop never came to mind to me. I know I know he had he was the dazzler, but like other than that, it just it didn't like Final Countdown would have been so perfect, especially since like Tony Khan's been like scooping up music rights for everyone. But that would have been a really long intro, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can see that, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know who had fucking real cool music though uh, was uh, one Minoru Suzuki. L- yes, li- literally right before the match, uh, Eric goes, Eric Zisselman, friend of the show. He's like, "How awesome would it be if Mox beats the shit out of Kojima?" And then out comes uh, Minoru Suzuki, so you can set up a match with them on Wednesday. And then, sure enough, what a, what a know, genius! Right after the match, you hear uh, Kazi Ninare start to play, and holy shit! You, like you could hear the crowd go, "Oh!" It yeah. was awesome. Oh yeah, it was just, it was awesome. It was so fucking cool. Um, and now they're wrestling. Like you, you yeah. know, it's just. The, it's an embarrassment of riches that AEW is giving us, um, and like I'm here for it, man. But no, I, what about you? What was your favorite match? You know, well, for, first of all, <laughs> speaking of this, if anyone knows this, he could be a little crotchety. He is like a grumpy old man sometimes. But this guy, yeah, I was sitting right next to him, had so much fun. It was really good to see him not be stressed out about shipping stuff and just like being in the moment and enjoying stuff. Also, we got to sit with Maggie who she's holding it down with customer service, that poor woman. <laughs> but um, it was nice to see her. No kids to worry about. And she was just enjoying wrestling for what it was. But for me, boy, I got to say it had to be the tag team match. I mean, you guys didn't see, cause there was a gigantic cage in the way, but like in front of us on the mat, 
blood splatters everywhere. Like if you guys wonder if those thumbtacks were real on the shoe, they were real. And it was just like, like you said, the Bucks and the Lucha Bros feel very comfortable and it's very fluid, but it's also very stiff. These guys really love to just lay it into each other. And I think that shows the trust that they have as performers that they'll just allow each other to just like fuck each other up really bad uh, for the greater good of the show. Um, I'm really glad that the Bucks got that long title run because for a long time they were just deferring to other teams. So, you know, so it wasn't like the EVPs were getting all the titles, but once they got the titles and then started healing it up, like to me, that's like the best version of the Bucks. And so to see them be that way for so long. And then also how about that Lucha Bros entrance? Holy shit. With the, with the headdresses and the wrapping and the flames and the, they had like Lucha Druids up front. Oh my God. Dude, like I, I told so dope. <laughs> I told you, I was like, if they don't make action figures of them with those cool headsets, like, what is what is yeah. even the point? Yeah, no, it was fucking what? awesome. They're gonna need they're gonna need new packaging just to fit them in there. <laughs> but yeah, if if they don't somehow get that or bloody versions of them with their masks all ripped up, I mean, just looking at them, like it looked like they were mauled by pit bulls. Like, but in like, and I that sounds horrible, but like in the coolest way, like they look like they went through a war. And then to me. I, I love Punk's return. I love seeing Big Show. I never thought I would say that because for a while I was getting really sick of Big Show. I love or, or Paul White, not Big Show. It was good to see him there. And by the way, this is probably the lowest star match, but like it was like a nice palate cleanser to just see him just whoop up on QT. Um, I loved Brian Danielson. I loved Adam Cole. But to me, my favorite part of the entire show was after the Lucha Bros won and the cage gets lifted and they're walking up the ramp, Penta's daughter runs through the crowd, jumps over the fence and hugs her dad. And she's crying because she's like, my dad's hurt. And like his whole family comes and starts hugging him. And they're just they're like covered in his blood. And he go, it, To me, it was like one of the most emotional, like everyone jokes about is wrestling real. Like that was real. Like his family being so proud and concerned but him having accomplished something really, really great, like that's going to go down as one of the all-time great tag team matches. Uh, as a father, that was one of the most heartwarming moments. I was like, oh, I was like, look at that. And I, I was hoping they were catching that on the camera and not that it was happening while they were doing a promo or something. Mm-hmm. I went back and I saw it last night. And they did get it on camera. It was a beautiful moment. It reminded me of like Mick Foley when Mick Foley – was all bloody and Noel's like, are you okay? You know, you, you can't script something better than that. It was beautiful. Uh, speaking of, we have to address the other elephant in the room. Punk's pants. Love him or hate him. Cause I, I, I mentioned to you, I was like, don't like it. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad. Like, uh, and I they grew ha- on me. They grew on me a little bit. So I had this conversation with friend of the show, Davey Portman, yesterday. Uh, I hung out with I hung out with him a bit after the show. Um, you know, it was like, well, I don't think he wants to look too similar to his WWE run, which is probably why he's like, well, I'm not going to just do the straight up tights. I mean, he is older, but like, 
you know, I don't think this one was. Yeah, and uh, I was like, you know what? I'm happy it wasn't like Ring of Honor style shorts that he came out with. Um, yeah, may, maybe it'll be something that grows on me. Um, but I don't know. I was kind of just like, mm. well, to to me, one, I think it, I think it was more out of necessity. One, he's when he went to the UFC, he shrunk up a lot, right? He lost a lot of the bulk. Like he used to be about that size when he was wearing shorts, came to the WWE, bulked up a little bit, you know, cause that's what they want. And so you fill out a pair of trunks a little better when you got meatier legs. And then he shrunk back down for his UFC run. And now that he's older, like it probably doesn't make sense to put that much more extra muscle back on himself. And so it would have looked like a guy in his underwear, in my opinion. Um, that being said, I did, he was coming down and he had, I saw his boots and I, I whispered to you, I was like, Oh, I think he's got his Chicago gear on. <laughs> and then it, I was like, Oh, those are his pants. Holy shit. <laughs> so it did look weird. It did grow on me. And I think they were a little plain. I think once maybe they start making like more gear for him, the, they'll get a little more elaborate, I guess. Um, it's weird that there was a time where like Triple H wore tights or he wore like, you know, yeah, those are tights. Yeah. He wore tights. And then when he went to trunks, I was like, that looks weird. And now it looks fine. So like, I guess the opposite's happening, happening with punk. But, um, I will say I was worried, like the match started off a little bit slow and I was like, Oh no, are they just going to be doing rest holds the whole time? But like, <laughs> I looked at Frank, I was like, they're going to have to kick it up to the next year. And then they did. And I was like, Oh, you know, they were, they were just, uh, it was the feeling out process, but, uh, I mean, for being gone for seven years, pretty fucking good match. Yeah. Like it, it definitely, you know, there's definitely some ring rust you could tell, but like, it didn't feel like seven years worth, you know? No. Um, no. So, yeah. And, all, you know, Sting coming out and then he, you know, he mentioned that I think I'm going to team up with Sting one day. I mean, the fertile playground that we have with AEW, and again, we're we're filleting the company, and you know they've given us so many riches as pro wrestling But what they've done, they've built such a big roster, and yeah, do they have some older people on there? Yeah, but they're not they're not using them to beat their champions. The, these guys are adding flavor to the soup, and we're getting a pretty good soup over there. And I love soup. Soup season is upon us. So great. Yeah, yeah, by all means, give us some of that Warms soup. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, again, just awesome. And then, like, of course, seeing the surprises of Adam Cole and uh, Ryan Danielson, it was just like the neat little cherry on top. Like, well, and also talking about great music, how about Ruby, Ruby, Ruby? I, I have not, <laughs> I have not stopped. I like, I immediately downloaded it like, in the car on the way back. Um, I have not stopped singing it. Like, such and another awesome moment with her, which is just like someone who's incredibly talented. Yeah. WWE just had nothing. They just they did not know what to do with them, or did and not, not only want that, did not want to do anything with them. And not only that, not only is she a great wrestler, has a unique look, which you know reminds me of Daphne a little bit in some ways. Um, also, when she was let go, so many people came out and said she's one of the nicest people, one of the best people backstage, and like. It's, again, that's a case of the machine trying to grind people out. Thank God that there's an alternative for people to go apply their craft while they're in their prime. But yeah, I mean, she even said, 
you know, much like AJ Styles did when he came came out for the Royal Rumble, you worry, you worry. Do people know? Do people care about me? And she came out, and my God, was there a buzz? And then her having the jacket that said Destination AEW, and then kicking ass in that battle royal. It was like, like these were so many good Cinderella moments, and they just like made a a triple decker club sandwich out of like great wrestling moments last night. It was so dope. It's the best. Yeah. Like I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see like what, you know, I get, I, I'd like to think of this as like a season finale and you know, yes. th- this upcoming Wednesday will be the start of like a new season. And there's so many different directions in which you can go. And like at some point, punk and Brian will probably team up, which that's fucking crazy to think about. Like, um, yeah. very excited. Like, just fuck wrestling's so awesome. Yeah, well, that's the thing. And not to trash the other company, but like when we think about WrestleMania to WrestleMania being like a season, and then every WrestleMania is like Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, or Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins, or Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar, or all three in one match. It's like every year, and then before that, it was Randy Orton versus John Cena, and not ragging on any of those. Those are all top tier elite performers, but like there was no sense of ooh, the, the possibilities. You know, you would get that maybe like oh Hulk Hogan's gonna come out and like fucking be a pirate or something, but like here, like. At the end of that Punk Darby match, you had three generations of wrestlers, all great, all well loved, and like to think of the combinations that could happen just in that, just in that ring alone. But now, you have everyone in the elite. You have Brian Danielson, and then like the women, you know. For a while, I will say that there was a time where the AW women's division was—I don't want to say lacking, but maybe on cruise control. And now we're seeing so many gifted, talented, athletic young women, and they're really putting on, you know, it's gone are the days of the bathroom break when the women come on. I mean, just, I think it was Rampage, seeing Chris Statlander have Rebel on her shoulders and then catching Jamie Hayter in a crossbody and then throwing him. I was like, I've never even seen a dude do that, much less a woman. Like, it was like, we're seeing so many unique things and so many cool possibilities from everyone on the roster and it's really great to see um oh we didn't even talk about the softball game oh, no, yeah that, of, that's what i was gonna that's what i was gonna yeah. talk about next yeah before i cut you off <laughs> no, 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 but, you're fine. Yeah, yeah no i mean you know all out it's safe to say uh you know 10 out of 10 show for us yeah. uh one for the ages. yeah one for the ages um but yeah you mentioned there was a. Uh, Charity softball game, AEW versus uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. I think it was, what, like 14000 that we managed to raise uh, right around, for this yeah. event. F- f- so funny enough, er- earlier earlier before, um, you know, some of us were working with some of the talent um, for their autograph, for their meet and greets. Uh, yeah. I was working with J.D. Drake, which is fun. We got to, you know, we there's some fun Nick freelance stories. Um, and... At one point, one of our buddies, and forgive me, I, 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 I'm blanking on his name. He comes up, and we're like, oh, hey, we've seen him around. I'm like, hey, what's up, buddy? We're, you know, we're sitting there talking, and uh, he gets J.D. Drake to autograph his wrestling ring, and then I give him oh, back. 
about Miguel. Yeah, Miguel. Yeah. yeah, and then I give him back uh, his ring, and he's like, no, no, no. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, you sign it. And I was just like, oh, okay. And like I signed it, and I was just like, oh, man. You know, this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I was just like, hell yeah. yeah. Like, it, it was one of those little things where I was like, no one's asked. And I feel bad because the autograph might not have been the best because I was just unprepared. I was like, uh, what do, how do I sign this? What do I do? Um, but it was awesome. Like, I mean, I mentioned, that we, again, we, we saw Ryan Mears there, uh, again, with his wife. And no, it was fun. Like, I mean, listen, full transparency, destroyed by AEW. Oh. Destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> e- easily. Like, I think uh, it was 20. 20- it was 21 3. 21 3. 3 was the final score. Um, and I don't like, listen, I don't know about you. Everyone's like, oh, it's okay. We had fun. We had fun. It's like, I didn't. This win so bad. Yeah. Like, got destroyed. You know? Yeah. Like, um, I, I mean, again, I don't know. Uh, MVP of the game, legit Layla Hirsch. Catching <laughs> I- She caught everything. Determ- like I so I went up to bat and I'm like oh, dude I'm gonna crush this and like I was aiming for the fences but I had a really solid line drive and she caught it like two inches off the ground like a like the Terminator I was like god damn it like oh if anything she was the ringer on there she was like Colt did really well too for you know of course he defected to pro wrestling tees but like Layla Hirsch the Terminator like terrifying she is legit <laughs> Everything, everything that came her way, she caught everything. Like that was the thing. Like people on our side, they were swinging that bat and fucking hitting the ball. But there, every single time, every single time, there was legit Layla Hirsch to catch it. Uh, you know, so well, I don't think we had a strikeout against any of us at all. Yeah, no. everyone hit. We yeah, we struck out a few of them, but they never. Actually, there was one strikeout. I'm not gonna be cryptic oh. about who it was, but. You know, it's, you know. But, like, yeah, just about everyone, like, hit it. <laughs> and <laughs> let's say some of our fielding was lacking at times, <laughs> I will say. But, like, they were hitting some bombs. But no one no one cleared the fence, thankfully. But, uh, I don't know. It was fun. It was really great having my daughter and wife there. And, like, they kept saying, we're proud of you. It's like, I didn't do anything. But, like, it was, like, a nice fan like family atmosphere and we got a rare appearance by jimmy lee love me some jimmy lee love we were so happy to see him (laughs) but uh, yeah it was was cool seeing everyone come out and support like um like juan's family was there uh like jeremy's wife came out and she hardly comes out to like events um yeah you know everyone there was some people, yeah, yeah. Some people had one girlfriend there. Some people had three of them there. Uh, you know, it's just it was awesome. It was awesome seeing everybody come out and stuff like that. Um, and and yeah, you like Orange Cassidy. You know, he was third. He was a third base coach, and I kept trying to get you know uh, a friend of the show, Matthew Heredia, to to meet him. But you know, like I get it. When you're a kid, you get over so overwhelmed by those things that like. Yeah. Uh, you know, he he eventually came down. I was playing catch with him, like down in the field. Yeah. Um, but Orange Cassidy was super cool. You know, he 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 didn't have to. He came by and thanked all of us so much. He was taking pictures with all of us. Yeah. Um, and the same thing with all the AEW people. I, I got a picture with uh, uh, Andy Williams. You know, the butcher or no Blade, one of yeah. the two. I think he's the butcher. Um, I got a picture with him as well. And um, 
I gotta say, they should like they should have put me and Mark Henry up in that commentary booth. Like Mark Henry, Mark Henry was doing his own commentary. Uh, he was talking so much trash. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was just funny because it was it would you know be like, uh, <clears throat> "Come on, Dave, you gotta hit the ball at some point, man. Come on, man." My guys out there are getting tired. I'm not catching anything, man. Like very, very much like dad. Like if that makes sense, you know. Like it's like if your dad is talking shit to you. Um, yeah. You know, it's just come on, man. Someone's gonna hit that ball eventually. It's like yeah, well, legit, Layla Hirsch keeps catching them all, Mark. So yeah. What am I supposed to do? You come out here and do this. Yeah, you come out and do this. Fucking no, it, it was awesome though. Again, like never in my life did I think I'd be at a charity softball game in which Mark Henry is doing commentary for. Again, just what are those crazy moments? Well, and then just seeing, so we had the roster beforehand, but then AEW brought a bus and like literally 50 wrestlers were out on the field. They all got intros. We didn't get Jack squat. So I think next year we got to get our own intros and our own walkout music. I mean, it's ridiculous. We were treated like second class citizens and I think the fix was in from the beginning. No, I'm with you. Oh, oh, and how about Jerry Lynn? Jerry Lynn, the legend, comes out, gets gets kicked out of the game for pantomiming that he was pissing on home plate. <laughs> and then he comes out later and he goes, guys, guys, I lost my wedding ring. <laughs> both dugouts come out and they're just like looking for his wedding ring for him. And Luckily, we found it, but uh, I mean, it, there was just so many like little tiny things that happened that made this thing special. Airplanes flying over the field and almost hitting the, the field lights. I mean, it was crazy. It was fun, and yeah, who could who could have told us like two years ago that something like this would happen? And now I think it's going to be an annual thing. Um, we're probably going to get a, have to get a couple more uh, practices in to be more prepared, and. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but we had a couple people complaining that they weren't on the team and they should have been. So I guess we'll find out next year to see if they got the chops. Yeah, listen, not you know, not everyone. I think, I think everyone that should have been on the team was on the team, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, come on, you know, let's let's yeah. let's be serious. Everyone want listen. Everyone wants to be, um, everyone wants to be involved, but uh, yeah, you know, let's come on. Let's be serious, you guys. Um, we, yeah. we got some real athletes on this team here. <laughs> yes, uh, but uh, so I, I, I kind of I mentioned it up front um, for a bit, but we we dropped a new T-shirt. You know, we joked about, "Hey guys, we're rebranding," um, and it was just uh, we were making a haha. You know, um, of course, of course, some of you guys might know already what we're talking about. We released uh, two brand new T-shirts. Uh, I was I was literally in the midst of arguing with somebody about this design, and House was like, "Nah, that design sucks, man! Like, come on!" And literally, ten minutes after, maybe, no, not even like ten seconds after that, you messaged me. You're like, "Check this out!" And I look at it, and it's our new, and it's the new T-shirt. And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Um, as of now, we haven't gotten like any sort of cease and desist or stop from uh, you know. Uh, yeah. Paul from old Paul's company. Um, but you know, and the one thing that was cool too is so like we posted it, and you know, people were, seemed to really you know, be receptive um, of the design and stuff. And I was like, oh shit! I was like, we got like a decent amount of sales um, for this. And the cool thing too was that like uh, 
it was a lot of names you don't regularly see. You know, yes. um, of course, Jesse Kohlenberg was in there, which also shout out Jesse. You know, he he was walking around in his Ryan Barkin uh, or his Kid Cash T-shirt and Ryan actually ran into him. And, you know, they talked and, uh that was fun. You know, anytime, anytime people. You know, was- funny. You know it's funny. Sorry. We, we joke around about Jesse Kohlenberg having the gauntlet. He's now currently got a gauntlet on each hand and on each finger. He's got little gauntlets. He has every shirt. He's untouchable at this moment. Yeah, he he makes you know. You think what Thanos did was impressive? Yeah. Um. So I just wanted to shout out these people because again, uh, we do appreciate anytime anyone buys any T-shirt from us in general. Uh, you know, Dave and I, I think it's it's like it's one of those things where it's like, oh, you know what would be cool? Like if we were top sellers at some point, but also like not something you know. That's something that we're just like, if we don't make a top seller list, uh, like, yeah, we don't, you know, it's all good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to some of the people that purchased, uh, you know, things from us over this sale. Unfortunately, the sale is over, um, you know, but you can still buy the t shirt, support us, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash PWTCast. But of course, I want to shout out the wonderful uh, George Cruz, uh, Jamie Widner, uh, Rolando Aguayo. Uh, Christopher Jordan, I kept wanting, I kept reading that as Christopher Robin, but it's Christopher Jordan. Uh, James McGrady, um, uh, Jesse Kohlenberg, obviously, and uh, Angel Pedraza. Uh, oh, and I can't forget Stephen Law. Uh, thank you guys for uh, purchasing the you know the the new PWT Cast T-shirt again. Like it's uh, it means a lot to us, and we say it all the time, but like. I think one of the I think one of the cool things this week was all the people who you know were in PWT cast stuff or having like coworkers of ours or friends of us be like, hey, I saw someone wearing like some PWT cast stuff, you know, and it's just like, oh, did you? Oh, that's fun, you know. Kind of just try to like not like no sell it, be like, oh, that's cool, because um, like so for you know, I think like all the shows you were in PWT cast regalia, no. Uh, yeah, for the most, well, I was up in the booth once, so I wore a Ninja Turtle sh- shirt in, in our suite. But other than that, yeah, just, uh, <laughs> it's like, I'll look and like, you guys can't see it on screen, but there's like a little TV feed, like up by the Jumbotron <laughs> and I'll kind of be in the corner of my eye. And if I see a straight shot of the ring, I'll try and like stretch the shirt out. So I was like, Hey, look at this. And then I just, I forget about it during the show, but yeah. Definitely, I'm like, hey, look at me! I'm here in the crowd. <laughs> no, I I definitely did the uh, um, I I did the thing where like so I obviously at the at the United Center show I I wore you know our our PWT cast Watchmen design. Um, boy, does that bright yellow really um, yeah, <laughs> really pop out or whatever. Uh, but uh, for the other shows, I was like, you know what? I was like, uh, I want to give a shout out to some of our friends, you know. Uh, Effie always wearing our t-shirts like we gave him some of our yes. t-shirts and he's just always wearing them um when he does you know any of his twitch streams you know and that's some or just in general like he's just always wearing a t-shirt and he's someone that I love I love him so much um and so I was like I'm gonna wear my Effie t-shirt and it, it wasn't like a ooh look at me I want to get the internet's attention it was more so just like I know I'm gonna be front row I know you're gonna be able to see what's on my chest so um I'm going to fucking do that. And such was the case also 
um, Friday when I, I wore my uh, Mike The Rock Davis uh, Brody King t-shirt, which uh, I'm happy he was able to upload it because I if that shirt hadn't been up, I was just going to make my own and, and wear it. But also Brody King, you know, uh, another big supporter of ours, always, you know, has positive things to say. And then, you know, at this Sunday show, it was one of those things where I was like, Chicago wrestling, nobody loves Chicago wrestling more than Marty and Sarah. So I wore, you know, my wrestling heart t-shirt. And again, it, it's one of those things where like, it's a, it's, it's a nice little, um, you like to support our friends. Yeah. A nice little way to su- support our friends. But uh, other people too that we like to shout out though are the patrons of the show. I'm of course talking about Clifford Fraser, Jesse Kolenberg, Mark Villanueva, Joshua Davis, Ryan Mears, R. Manuel Flanagan, Shannon Howanick, Jonathan Mayer, who we ran into uh, at the All Out uh, pre-show. Um, him and his wife. Both. I, love, I love watching his unboxings. One because like he's got like a really good professional setup, but also I, I love seeing him like pull out the micro brawlers because. Of course, those are near and dear to my heart. But yeah, he does a great job every week. Yeah, go or every month. Yeah, go you know go watch some of his videos. One of them was actually emailed out in like the the crate email, which is which is cool. Yeah. Um, Joe and Joe Hot Topic Joe, of course, love that man. We'll hopefully get to see him soon. Our man Ryan Crossley, uh, Taffy. We got to spend the weekend with Taffy as well. Vivian, the birthday girl herself. I. Dude, I had to go back and pull out some MySpace pictures for her for her birthday post, which was oh yeah, which is always fun. Uh, Anthony you guys, Torres, you guys definitely had a look. <laughs> oh man, listen, there were there were some embarrassing ones that I was just like, I'm not oh. going to do this to you or me, Vivian. Uh, yeah, our man Brandon from New Jersey, WH Park, uh, John Cena, who I got I got to see this weekend. Uh, beautiful eyes on this man. You know, I don't know how it comes off on uh, like when you, when you you know like through Instagram or Twitter, but in person. Man has such beautiful eyes. Yeah. Uh, uh, of course, my Godfather Jesus. Shout out Jesus. Shout out Jesus. Uh, B Dornick, Brad. We had to. Uh, he he came and sat front row with us as well. Uh, yep. for one of the shows. Um, our our man Moises Garci- Garcia, Sean Levine, Eric Campbell, uh, Katie Fabe. Of course, I she was looking as lovely as ever in one of our uh, PWT mm-hmm. cast shirts yet yesterday, and uh, the wonderful uh, brand new patron of the show. Uh, Steve Feast, you know, Steve is a guy who, uh, you know, I remember him like letting us know like, Hey, I really like your show a while back. And, yeah. um, you know, he's, he's caught up. He's, you know, it's just a fun thing. Like you don't have to listen to everything all at once. It's cool if you do, but like some people catch up a little bit later. He's now a member, you know, of, of the patronage patreon and uh you too you know, for as low as five bucks. Again, we have three different, uh, tiers. Uh, you know, we have, um, a movie review show, which, uh, like this episode you know it's unfortunately gonna be cut a little bit short because we both have to get to work um but this friday and dave and i both saw shang chi this week and we had some really positive things to say about it so we figured hey yes. why not we'll uh this week's episode of scrumpus things family video will be an episode about you know shang chi that way it'll kind of give people some time you know it'll come out friday so if you haven't seen yeah. it or even if you like if you're on the fence about it and don't really know if you want to hear us talk about it and you know maybe we can convince you to 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 go watch it i think it's one of marvel's better movies but again we'll we'll get more into that uh on friday um but yeah you know we're we're unfortunately gonna have to cut this episode just a little bit short Uh, you know again dave and i uh um 
have have to get back to the grind. You know, money doesn't yeah. sleep. Uh, but thank you again to everyone uh, who's supported us all the way through. Uh, we have some really fun episodes with some fun guests that we're going to be recording uh, this week and next week. And like I mentioned, I'm going to be with the Allens all weekend long. Who knows? Maybe I record something with them as well. Uh, I don't know. Everything's kind of up in the air right now. But, uh, yeah, thank you guys again for, for listening. Go back and listen to some of our older episodes. Uh, and, yeah, until next time, you guys, I've been Scrump. And this is Stank. And this is friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. Unfortunately, we've run out of things to say. And so, well, we must bid you adieu. So, until next time at the PWT's cast, goodbye and good night. Bang. Bang. <laughs>